Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. This is our Extreme Rules review show. Review show. Last week, we did our first ever throwback madness. Alo, Aaron Lloyd, picked Judgment Day 2000. At the end of the show tonight, at Two Fly, Eric Trembicki will make his choice for our second throwback madness. It'll be the week of Money in the Bank. So, do you have one in mind already that you're going to go to? Yeah. All right, so a little bit later on, we will be getting the big reveal and see what Eric is going to force Aaron to watch. Is it okay, if, is it okay if I feel terrified? <clears throat> it's okay. You shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't, but you might be. I'll tell you what. I, I don't night, know what it is. I've known what I was picking for about a week and a half, but last night, I almost changed my mind. Okay. But I'm sticking to my guns, so... We'll just we'll, we'll see. Okay. I don't know how good the whole card is, but we'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Let's see. We'll continue. Is it for the No guessing. No guessing. Okay. No guessing. You'll you'll find out soon enough. You should have seen me all week. I was going through every June pay per view <laughs> to see what it could possibly be. <laughs> well, I, I forgot to introduce us today. I'm I'm Ron Pashery, columnist for they know who we are by now. now. Here with Eric Trembicki, Aaron Lloyd. Just want to make sure they know. You know, we might get have a new listener. They may not know who we are yet. Want to make sure they do. Oh, I thought they heard about me. But well, mo- most of them heard about you. They know you from the sneaker world. I'd hope. <laughs> At least by now. So extreme rules. We're gonna give it a rating before we get into it. We have either a what is it? A showstopper. A showstopper is if it is a top shelf, a ten of a show. Yep. A slobber knocker is a good show, and a jobber is a bad show. Yeah. What are you going to give the show this week, Aaron? Um, I went back and forth with the show because it started out great, and then it it fell off, and then it picked back up. And due to the return of Seth Rollins, I, I'm gonna give it a high slobber knocker. I was entertained by, like I said, the first three or four matches, and then I was disappointed by. Well, I already knew the Ambrose match would be bizarre, and the women's match really disappointed me. But Seth Rollins made it higher than what it was. Mm-hmm. How about you, Eric? I will give it just it was a slobber knocker. I'll go slobber knocker as well. It wasn't a great show. It was, it was a good show with some good moments. Like you said, he's back, finally. We've all been waiting. We displayed for everyone the title that he never lost. Do you know what we did, like, Marks, right after the show went on? What? We all ordered the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't ordered the T-shirt yet. I think I mean, there, was, I will. there was... From the house we watched, at least five of that shirt ordered. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they were off to a hot start. And it was, it was, it was a promo code, too. Uh, it, oh, really? Yeah. What was it? There Was it still the 30 off, or what was it? Well, I think we got the that. more you bought, the more you got off. So oh, okay. we got, like, six shirts for, like, eight. <laughs> <laughs> it was an extreme savings sale. <laughs> well, so you guys, see, so you guys had the right, the right idea. Yeah. I, I didn't think to do anything like that. But main event, AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns. A rematch from Payback. I have some thoughts on this. Usually I go to you guys first before I say anything. I thought it was a really good match. I thought it at least equaled the match from Payback. They upped the violence. You saw a meaner edge to AJ Styles than you saw before. Meaner edge and to And there were some really Reigns. good spots. Really good spots. <laughs> if WWE wants to know why fans... You know, on this show, we're not Roman Reigns haters. No. Not everybody loves him. He's just there. He's there, and we've we've been saying for the last probably month or so that they're starting to do the right things with him. He's starting to kind of get into the character he should be. But you have AJ Styles hit him with, what, six, eight, ten chair shots? 
Hit him with the Styles Clash twice, once on the chair, and then he just hits a spear and it's over. Yeah. You basically set it up where <clears throat> nothing anyone can do will defeat this guy. That is why people are booing him. And um, you can't... It's one thing if you're trying to build somebody I'm, up as an underdog. I'm not underdog. trying to be his advocate or anything. Okay. But he did kick his ass all around that ring. He did, but you'd think at the end of a match, after all that, he wouldn't be back up in five seconds. Yes. And you you can't... They want to make it out like, oh, Roman's got it so tough. You know, Roman, they're trying to almost make Roman an underdog in a way. They're doing the same thing with him as they would do with Cena. Right. Yeah, and, but and the way Cena was booked... We don't want to see. Exactly. That's what no, I mean. I, I, I get you're, that. You're giving us exactly the problem that everyone had with John Cena. Yeah. Of course, your top face is going to win, but it's just the way they do it and the fashion they do it. Yeah, it would have been fine if he gave him a Styles Clash on the chair one time, then goes for the forearm and then gets hit with this. Because that was a great spot. The spear off yeah. of the forearm was a great spot, but I, it just really bothered me that you make it like literally. You, he could have shot him in the face and he would have kicked out of it. Jeez. <laughs> There, there's, there's no way to beat the guy. But that being said, and it, it did almost bury AJ's, you know, finishing move. Yeah, I mean, the, the move that is so coveted and at the same time, you always want to see. We so rarely see it. It's probably like the sixth one we've seen since WWE, and it was kicked out twice in one match. Right. So I thought it was a good match. The finish really bothered me. So, what did you think of this match? As I thought, a whole? I thought the match was overall good. Um, I was on the edge of my seat. I enjoyed it um i know i'm not supposed to buy into the fact that aj could win but me and there a couple other people thought. there was a couple people that we were with that we were like you, you were so into the match you said you know what there's a chance this guy might be able to do it alo over here he he knew because you know he ran 84 dirt sheets that morning. he knew <laughs> there was no chance it was the going dirt sheets listen to me they watched the show however, so, however, however and cast like to say you keep reading books we'll keep writing them so, how many dirt sheets did you read, and how many dirt sheets did you read? They watch this show. <laughs> I'm telling you, they watch this show. I'll get to that later. I'm drink my water. My, my, my whole thing, my whole thing with it while watching that, I figured, um, obviously there was a phenomenal post match incident that happened, mm -hmm. and that was a mark out moment for a fan. So I enjoyed that, and I immediately sat back on my drive home that night just like, wow, you know what? That match was really good and just got extremely overshadowed. No pun intended with the extreme. Right. <laughs> However, it was, extreme, it, was very, it was overshadowed now. And, you know, the, the table spot where the table, like, barely gave, there was a lot of really good spots. And I thought that match... It, no matter what, it's going to be overshadowed. And I thought, you know, obviously people should know Roman was going to win. People shouldn't hate that match because of the end result. Right. I thought it was a good match. Yeah, I'm not going to let that tarnish how much I enjoy It's like I have this argument with my brother-in-law all the time. Don't know if either of you watch Lost, but he hated the finale and ultimately said, oh, Lost, it sucks. It's the worst show ever. <laughs> I'm like, you can't retroactively unenjoy the last six years. Yeah. Like when the show would end and then at 9 o'clock and then at 9.01 you were on the phone with me talking about it for an hour. It was. It didn't suck. He just didn't like how it ended. So it was a great match. That makes sense. Alo, your thoughts on the main event on Sunday? Well, um, I thought it was a good match. I, I, I do like think the I do like the payback match better. I don't know how, how much what you guys feel about it, but my problem was the Styles Clash was the most protected move in Japan, and he hit it twice. One was a clean one, and one was on a chair. And you tell me he 
isn't going to win the match, even if he was pulled off. Yeah, I wish uh, I wish Usos would have like that. No, you know the second one there should have been. Well, the Uso Usos pulled him off, but oh, it was the first one, right? No, the, the one I believe was the one in the chair. I think so. Too. I believe it was on the chair, but he wasn't gone for that long to to get to actually get a three count. So that bothered me, but I love that this felt like more like a fight. Right. Like the spot when Roman had him up and he in a powerbomb position, swung him into that, the rainbows, and then the barricade, great. and then threw him through the table. That was That razor's amazing. edge, yeah. sit-out powerbomb was a nice move. Yeah, but like I said, we all want these things from Roman. He came across as a badass, which we said he needs to do. He needs to look dominant and be, be a force. He did those things, but the thing is, we're in a day and age where, where we kind of see everything coming, so after eight, after that Styles Clash got kicked out of, I called it. You guys, Eric, as much as he doesn't want to admit it, he hates when I say this. I did call the spear out of nowhere because that spot yeah, has man. become yeah. that that spot has become predictable. Yeah, it has. But so, at least two of us—I don't know if you did—had a sour taste in our mouth after the finish of the match. I think it was immediately wiped away when we saw the architect Seth Rollins come in, hit the pedigree, and hold the belt up to end Sunday night. Well, he'll hate me saying this, but I'm pretty sure everyone was kind of in the room, had a bad taste in their mouth, had a match, and people were on their phones, sipping their beer. I looked up, and I could just see everyone in the crowd cheering and looking the other direction. And we all were making jokes, do we see Seth after this? And we all were like, (coughs) I wish, but it won't happen. I wish, but it won't happen. And once I saw the crowd freaking, I was like, Seth's come. Yeah. And And he in fact did. That moment was awesome. It was great. Yeah, but at the same time, AJ Styles was put in there to be Roman Reigns Daniel Bryan to show you that, look, this guy can be the guy. He can't put on phenomenal matches. He can't wrestle. The crowd st- was still chanting, you still suck, Adam. Stupid. Yes. You st- yeah, so, but Roman Reigns, he can't get it done. The fact is, he's just there. But things like, matches like that are going to get him over and get the respect of the fans. I, I agree with that. So, Seth, after closing Sunday night, opens Raw, comes down in his, you know, all black, Crowd cheering, going crazy for him. He says, I guess you guys missed me. And within two minutes, his hero's welcome turned into booze. I tip my hat to him for being able to turn it that quick. Anyone that ever knocked his promos, he must have been doing some work on those while he was away for seven months. Yeah, I thought he was already good by the time he left. Yeah, they just just had him sit out there for 20 minutes. Right. But he says, I won the title by myself. You know, I don't need you people. I didn't need you people to win it the first time. I don't didn't need, need you to win you it back. Didn't need you people to defend it. Yeah, I defended it myself. I never lost it. What is it? Re. What's his the three rebuild? Uh, re- reclaim in his last one. Yeah, reclaim is the rebuild, last one. redesign, re- reclaim. Redesign, rebuild, reclaim. Yeah. So he's all about reclaiming. So marks the title. we are. He ne- yeah. He's and all we about reclaiming. We should know. <laughs> he's all about reclaiming the title he never lost from the guy he was going to lose it to. Survivor Series. But Roman comes out, interrupts his promo. What I was happy with, Roman never had to say a word. Didn't even look for a microphone. I like that Seth rolled out, continuing to be a little bit weaselly like he was before. He was telling Roman, you know, "This this is my show now. You know, this isn't about you. We do this on my time. Shane comes out, books a title match for Money in the Bank. So right out of the gate, we have the match we never got. Back in November. I'll tell you what. One thing I did like about this. uh, This whole segment. The way it ended. You know you have Shane set the match. 
And typically, you know, if Seth's defending his title, anytime he's defending against someone, he's complaining, he's whining. But I liked how he continued to make himself look strong by being overly excited while <coughs> Roman still didn't say a word. It's like I got my match, and he just you know started pouting and making sounds and mm-hmm. called it called it the end of the, the scene. But it made him look good. Yeah, you were cool with the opening segment. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because like I said, when when the first when we discussed Seth Rollins coming back, we we know he was gonna, he was gonna get a hero's welcome. But I already knew he was gonna turn heel on him just like that. And everything he said was a shoot. He was a Weasley champion. But like we didn't have a show back when he was champion. No, I wrote and, about it quite often. Yeah, you wrote about it quite often, but we didn't have a show. And I, I guarantee if we did, we'd be yelling every week because was he Weasley? Yes. Did people want him, did people want him to lose the title? Yeah. But he was the worst book world champion in history. He's up there with the Miz. I think I I remember something like he had lost thirteen straight televised matches. Yeah, or yeah. Like he didn't win a, a televised match in like two three months. He lost Jane J Security. He lost the right back two or three times. Like he lost everything. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. But he, but he did. It was a straight shoe. He said, "You guys wanted me to lose the title. You guys didn't care about me. Now you want to hop on my bandwagon because I'm, I'm back. I, I, I rebuilt myself by myself. I don't need any of you people." Yeah, Which, there's only one man on the one Seth dude. Rollins. One dude on the there's Seth Rollins and that's bandwagon. me. <laughs> so he even got a quick backstage with Stephanie. McMahon. I love that. Me too. Because he tried to go back to his old way, and Stephanie's like, "No, things have changed around here." And yeah, I, she she just shut him right there. Yeah, I love that because he because he because he thinks that he can go right back to Stephanie and get get what he wants, and she shut it down right away. And like I said, and um, I remember, I know we have to get the Triple H and and Shane somehow, and I think this match at Money in the Bank ends in some type of controversy, and this will force Triple H to come back. So you think this maybe is Triple what H leaves. comes back then? I just said that. <laughs> that I thought you meant it forces him to come back like. No, he'll he'll come. No, like, you mean he might be the one that interferes in that match? No, I don't thanks think for translating for him. No, no. But I think I think this match may end in some kind of controversy. Maybe possibly a double pin, and now force Triple H to come out. Maybe Shane and Stephanie will finally start disagreeing and having having some friction between both of them. And maybe I think we get Triple H coming in when those two have friction, so he could try to settle it. Well, the forgotten man now in all this is AJ Styles. He had his program with Roman Reigns, which I think was great. For the you know the the month that they did it, I six weeks according to him. Six weeks, okay. He comes out last night, says that Roman proved how good he is, but he still ain't phenomenal. Kind of blames the Usos and Anderson and Gallows for losing. Anderson and Gallows come out and confront him. Their days as brothers and friends are over, and now AJ wants to do it alone. He has a qualifying match for the Money in the Bank. Against Kevin Owens. Great match, even in Spanish. And does not go well. Loses cleanly to Owens, who had lost the Intercontinental match the night before. So I guess before we get into the main in the main Money in the Bank qualifying matches, Fatal 4-Way Intercontinental Championship match. Well, I, I want to yell about the whole AJ. Are you going to bring that back later? We'll come back to that. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't want to overshadow this okay. because this needs to be talked about. Okay, because I'm going to yell. <laughs> All right, I'll be ready. Okay. No, no, I want to oh, not now. Oh, no, we get, oh, the Fatal 4-Way. I want to do Great match. Spot fast, oh. his favorite. Oh, no, that match was awesome. That match, that match passed the Triple H Ambrose match on my match of the year list. So when we come back, when we come back at the end of the year, that's going to be one of my match of the years when we 
when he vote for everything. But that match was awesome. The crowd ate it up. JBL had a line said, "Look at the crowd. They chanted for the Intercontinental Title." When we growing up, those are the matches we wanted. We we got for the Intercontinental Title. That like all, it was a spot fest. Yes, but. Each man had an opportunity to win that match. They all hit their finishes, and I a lot think, of good, a lot of legitimate false finishes too. That yeah, you could have believed guys actually winning, not just a, a pin just thrown in there. Yeah, yeah, you you, you didn't care who actually walked out with that title, and the Miz winning that match. I never want the Miz to win. No, <laughs> he was the last one you would think that would have won that match. Because you saw, Ke- you know, Kevin Owens saying, he's going to have a few, you want to see them with the title, and then we know Cesaro might not have anything to do. But that match put the Intercontinental title on at such a high pedestal that it needs that it needed is needed to be in years. I agree. You you feel the same way? Yeah, it was a good match. I was pissed off at the result, but that's just me being a baby. And I'm going to say this right now. As much as we said Kevin Owens is the best one for the Intercontinental title, The Miz is the best one for the Intercontinental title. Because so, you're actually leading right into my thought. One, I love the finish of the match for a couple reasons. One being that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are so obsessed with each other that they took each yeah, other out of the I match. I love that. And so that, that keeps that story going, keeps it hot, leads it into the next thing. And I like that the way The Miz wins. Clearly, he was he had not earned it. He didn't do anything to, to get that finish. He just sneaks in there at the end. As the heel. And gets it. Great heel Great heel victory, and I think he's doing such a good job of generating heat and hatred from the live crowds that I think it makes those matches more enjoyable. I think whoever the baby face is in those matches are going to get better reactions because people want that guy to beat The Miz so bad. Exactly. I don't think he's going to hold it for too much longer, but I think for the time being, I think he's good for it. Actually, what I wrote about this week. Yeah, and, and that was actually, like, we all know the Intercontinental title is the workhorse belt, and that was a workhorse match. Yeah, and the, the fact that he was in that match with three of the best in-ring workers in the company, and I didn't feel like he looked out of place. No, he didn't. He fit right in, because this has probably been the Miz's best in-ring work, maybe of his career. I don't, I don't think Miz is good in the ring at all, but this has been some of his best work. He's been put with t- two of the top, well, three of the top, workers in the, in the company and he's shining in those situations right now before we move on we have a question from Ronald the extreme Shaw Lloyd <laughs> he asks were, the, were you there at Briarcliff for Hack Brothers versus JT Smith I was not he says me and my brother didn't go to that so Aaron I guess you and, you and Ronald <laughs> were not there he says anyways Ron's article on The Miz was great but I still don't like his ring work who is a character from the past that you loved but his ring work stunk my vote is for the Road Warriors. So Ronald That's the guy the saying, Shah, reading the question? Ronald that? the Extreme Shaw Lloyd says the Road Warriors were the characters he liked the most and did not like their in-ring work. Huh, okay. So well, Eric, what's a better tag, finishing tag maneuver <laughs> than the Doom Days device? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the Road Dog. Road Dog? I, what's his finishing move? The Pump Handle Slam. Did he ever do it? Yeah. yeah, he did. He used to do it through a table a lot too. I think yeah. when he was defending the hardcore, hardcore title. Yeah. That was probably the only time he did it. I thought, I thought it was <laughs> when they shake down and roll. I think I, I yeah. I, no, that that was I just aired, a, a signature gr- move. That wasn't a finishing uh, move. I aired my grievances about him already before in the show. I don't yeah. need no heat from him. So right. How about you? <laughs> can, you can we go to you, Ron? I'm still figuring. Okay, trying to figure out mine my... is Big Daddy Cool Diesel slash the Big Sexy Kevin Nash. 
I know the guy who asked that question is not a fan of him, <laughs> and I will concede. That's why I refuse to say it. Yeah, I will concede that he was not the best in-ring worker, but I liked him as Michael's bodyguard back in the day, in my teenage years. I loved him in the NWO. I even liked him towards the end of it. I, I just liked that whole kind of cocky, I'm I, better than everybody. I even marked out when he returned in 2011. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go Big Daddy Cool Diesel, Big Sexy Kevin Nash. You got somebody in mind, or are you still thinking about it? I was think I was going to go with the Road, road Dog as well. I, I'm going to go with the Road Dog. Because he was he was the, the hype man for yeah, he was the, the hype Age man. Outlaws. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Road Dog. I think, well. I think it's a good choice. I didn't even think of him, but I think it's a good Another idea. reason why I think Billy Gunn is so underappreciated. He carried that dang team. Physically, yeah. Physically, but on the mic. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always going to be that way. The guy on the mic is always going to be overshadowed, overshadowed guy the, the, the worker of the two. Yes. So, as we mentioned, on Raw, that'll, we'll, we'll all, uh, challenge you to that in a couple weeks. <laughs> I look forward to that as well. Oh, I know what it is then. <laughs> We had five qualifying matches for Money in the Bank on Raw. Actually, everybody that was in that Fatal 4-Way was in a qualifying match last night. We had AJ Styles, as we said, lose clean to Kevin Owens. Aaron, I'll throw this to you first because I'm pretty sure this is what you wanted to talk about. Okay. <laughs> what did you say when the, show, when the show first started? About the six weeks. That they had a great program, Roman Reigns and AJ Styles. Yes. Okay. They don't mention this until 10.38. You don't see AJ at all until 10.38. Thank God he cut a promo because this guy was in the top program for the world title for six weeks, and you wait till 10.30 to mention it. And then the club with Gals and Anderson, they were the big, the big story – for, 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 for those six weeks, and you don't see them at all. Mm-hmm. They don't even have a match. They don't even mention they beat the Usos at Extreme Rules. Right. They don't even mention it. And then an agent comes out and says, "I would have beat. I would have won the title if it wasn't for, for the Usos and Gals and Anderson." He what? No, the Usos are the ones who didn't have who, who cost him the title because he had them beat. Gals and Anderson had nothing to do with it. And and and, they, and then that, and then Gals and Anderson they come down and they say. AJ, if this is Japan, then you would have been different. And they're saying, they're saying, AJ's like, I didn't need you guys' help, and this and that. You said you needed their help. You said the club is back together. So you you clearly said you that you're with these guys. But they didn't cost you the title. The Usos cost you the title. It made no that made no sense to me. Yeah, the I, only I like way, that spot. Yeah, the only way that makes sense, and I don't know how familiar the two of you are with the Dark Knight, the, with the Joker, uh-huh. Batman movie. There's a scene in there. Well, there's multiple scenes in there, but basically, huh, the mob. Scene. Yeah, the mob goes to the Joker because they can't deal with Batman. They go to the Joker without understanding what he's all about, and then they realize a little too late, like we we got in over our heads with trusting this guy. Maybe if it was a case of AJ realized I have a little buyer's remorse, you guys are screwing me up, but that didn't happen. They they just helped them at every turn. They never really they never screwed them. Yeah, and then another thing is, since it happened at ten thirty, you could have put this at eight thirty, eight thirty, and had the sto- and had the story play out through the night. Right. And then on top of that, <clears throat> you have AJ lose clean to Kevin Owens. That makes no sense. Why not? Why not have this in the show in early in the show? Build build up the build up the anticipation and have them screw screw, screw AJ against Kevin Owens because. I but like clearly 
it's going to be AJ and a partner of his choosing. Again, well, first of all, we have a question about this <laughs> from a new viewer. This is from, hold up one second. Let me pull this question up. All right. This is from Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd. <laughs> no relation. Okay. He said, do you think they're going to keep Gals and Anderson with AJ Styles or turn them on him when Finn Balor comes up? Well, I said a few weeks ago on the show that I think Gals and Anderson, are going, we're going to turn on AJ, and AJ's tag partner would be Finn Balor because June 8th is takeover. Balor can come up that next week. And then I don't know if you saw Kevin Owens promo after Raw. I didn't. It, it was so funny. <laughs> it, it always he did. destroyed Tom Phillips as always. <laughs> but he made a lineup. He's like, he's like, AJ's complaining, cl- complaining, complaining about the club. That's not even his club. Whose club is it? Yeah, so it's Finn's club. Yeah, so he made a, he made a line about that. So I think that's what possibly ha- that's that's what's, that's what's going to happen. AJ's going to team with Finn. Finn's going to turn on AJ, and then that's going to be Balor's club. How about you? AJ losing clean to Kevin Owens. What are your thoughts? I was shocked. I mean, it was uh, an out-of-nowhere pop of a powerbomb, and I was trying to figure out how the match could continue. But I was expecting the kick out. It didn't come. And again, the only, the only thing I could think of to defend that decision is they, they were selling throughout the match how much had gotten taken out of AJ the night before in that match. Like you said, the beating he took from Roman prior to the finish. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe they're just trying to get AJ down on his luck. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to bump KO. I did love Kevin Owens immediately walking into the ring, pointing up at the briefcase, yelling out, that's mine. (laughs) (laughs) As as only he could do. Shut up, Cole. (laughs) (laughs) I loved Cole called him Kev, too. Jamie, what, did you guys become friends? (laughs) Next match we had in the qualifying, we had Zayn against Sheamus. Zayn wins with a Haluva kick. Nothing. It was a decent match. Seamus was okay with the loss. He yeah, took he took it very well. Mm-hmm. He goes in the back and beats down Apollo Crews, who's talking about the new era. Apollo who? Yeah, Apollo who's? Yeah, Supremo. <laughs> yeah, he... That means your cousin. <laughs> did not go well for Apollo Crews last night. He had a match against Jericho. It was horrible. It was hard, yeah, rough night for Apollo Crews all around. Jericho with the bandages all over from the thumbtacks the night before. Which I guess we can get into the Asylum match. The first, and hopefully the last. Oh. It is my vote for the worst match of 2016 so far. I hated that match. Holy T- that was the worst match? I hated it. Holy TNA rules. That was horrible. <laughs> Listen, I know nothing about TNA. So I guess they, they got have from TNA. Match. I see this all over the place. But Jericho was... You know, he had some good spots in there. That match. His reaction. All right, the, listen, that was the best part of the match. To, to the tack spot and Jericho's reaction. Yeah, that, that was things. the best part of the match. Jericho's reaction might have been the best part of the damn show. There were details in there that were good, but the match was way, It was way very bizarre. There was nothing happening for a lot of it. No, no Mitch. Yeah, no Mitch. We all predicted Mitch would be involved somehow. I didn't. What was the point? Or I probably did, but I don't know. Like, I'm not going to complain that we didn't see a pot get used, a potted plant get well, used. Well, that's not really a complaint. My complaint with that was that it was long and it was boring. Yeah. And if the tax spot hadn't happened, nobody would have liked that match at all. Yeah, match was horrible. Well, I was shocked happen. that Jericho took the thumbtack spot. Yeah, because exactly. they always just tease that stuff nowadays. And in, and in a million years, I never thought Jericho would be the one to do it. Yeah. And he did, and he had the human pincushion. 
Even like when Ambrose pulled pour the tax out, his face was priceless. But his his face was way better when he got hit with the tax. Yeah, it was great. That was great. But the match itself was terrible. But we had Ambrose also in a qualifying match against Dolph Ziggler. Doing what he does best. Job. Yes, I assume he, he's about to do another. <laughs> he's about to do another job to. To Baron Corbin in, in a they're techni- handling as a technical a, wrestling match. Nobody wants to see Baron Corbin wrestle a technical match. It's gonna be horrible. Wait, are we talking about the pre-show match? No, no. Because oh, I was gonna say Ziggler challenged challenge Corbin again to another match. Yeah, I, just, I must have been washing my hands during that point. It, or it was probably better that you, that you were because mm-hmm. it was Corbin blatantly reading a promo. I just love how Ziggler buried how he can't talk. I think he's fine when he's not reading directly. When you can see him looking at the card. Baron Corbin is the Brie Bella of the men's division. <laughs> oh, he's not quite that. <laughs> Nobody's there. Is, I don't think there is a Brie Bella of the men's division. But, yeah, Ziggler lost to Corbin in the pre-show. I assume he's going to lose this next match because if he doesn't, that's just going to lead to another match between these two. We don't need to see it. Why is this a thing? I have no idea. <laughs> I guess because he's the best guy to bump around for a big guy like Corbin. But Ambrose obviously goes over, so he's in the Money in the Bank. And Cesaro goes up against The Miz, who I thought cut a great promo before it was great. the match. He's the man, man for that title. Are, uh, really loving him tonight. But a, a yeah. thing, no, the thing with The Miz is, like, it's, like we said, he can get a point across better than anybody. And then an underrated part to his IC title run is Maurice. If Maurice wasn't with him, this title run wouldn't be as important. He, well, he yeah, never it's won important the title right, right now because you can see her. <laughs> no, it's like she has added so much to his character because her look, that, that too, and just how annoying they are. Yes. Like the whole kiss me, like it, it's just so over the top. My wife, and, <laughs> the Eskimo yeah, kisses. It's so, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. So annoying. It fits the the whole Hollywood prima donna character. Yeah, she's added Perfect. so much to him as a heel, and she make and he's and she makes him more effective. And and like just her being there puts also adds adds to the Intercontinental title. Well, being that is talking about a woman heel, I guess that goes into the next subject because I'm tired of talking about the Miz. Well, we don't need to talk about. Well, Cesaro won the match and gets the Intercontinental title match on SmackDown this week tonight. Yeah. Well, the tape in it tonight. We'll know if he wins we'll by the end of the night. Two days. The I just have to say again, I really did hate. How much the, sense uh, did that make him the too? Asylum match? Uh. Yeah, I hate the Miz. So. <laughs> well, women, Charlotte and Natty. I thought their match. Oh was no, we ain't talking about no. We get a little, to bit, Monday. little bit of a letdown. Wasn't Brooke. as good as their previous matches. We had Dana Brooke coming out posed as Ric Flair. It would have been better if you were right. Well, if that was. was Charles Robinson, that made no sense to come in Dana I, Brooke out of nowhere. I thought that was you at first, but you were standing next to me. <laughs> oh, little Mitch. <laughs> You were late. <laughs> what did you think of the match as a whole? Did you think it was as good as their prior matches? Did you think it was a kind of a step down? Uh, it definitely wasn't as good as last month. I also oh, still another have... weird finish. Yeah. yeah, like does that mean Natty gets a rematch? No, I don't think. I think I don't, that's I, don't think, I don't think that's a thing anymore. But um, I love the video package because it, it was a great video package. It it, it told basically told that. 
both submissions had been passed down to the women, mm-hmm. which was which was great. It got, it got the point across clearly. The match was very disappointing because they don't Nat, Charlotte, Charlotte and Natty they don't have bad matches, but this was probably their worst match together. But Dana Brooke with, with, with Charlotte, I understand that Dana Brooke was brought up to be with Emma. And that's the only reason. But to put it with Charlotte, I do think it will work. Now, if you want to transition, what do you think about the match first? I thought the match was okay. I thought it was a step down. My thought is that what happened on Raw completely alleviated that problem. One of the cruelest, meanest, most heartless promos I've seen since I started watching WWE again. Basically calling her dad a deadbeat. You were never around. Bad father, basically. The only time I got to see you was on TV. Oh, what, are you going to cry? Do you need a tissue? It was And that was gold because we all know Flair cries a lot. Yeah. it was. I was waiting for it, but it was ruthless. And she talked through the crowd really Kinda well. That turned me on, though. Yeah, you liked it? Uh, I'll skip that. But <laughs> you yeah. liked the Mean Girl? <laughs> it was a very good Mean Girl promo. So, do you... And I think it elevated her heel status. And honestly, me, I didn't think she could get any better of a heel, but once again... No, that definitely took her to a new level. What are your thoughts? This promo was excellent. (laughs) Did it turn you on, too? (laughs) I... I think Charlotte's hot. I don't know what anybody else says. People say she looks like looks, looks like a man. I don't. I don't agree with that. You're not supposed to say that after you say you think she's hot. But I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm repeating what people say. But anyway, this promo was everything because what more of a heel thing you could do? Turn on Ric Flair. Everybody loves Ric Flair. Flair, when the promo started, Flair put her over saying, when you were a kid, you always find ways to do things and always find this and find that. He put over that she always would find a way to win. And then Charlotte just destroyed her. In a way, this was a shoot because it's all true. And I had that written down. That was very, like, attitude error. You take real life and then you just turn up the volume on it. Yeah, and, like, Turned up everything. Volume, <laughs> pace. And, and she basically talked about how she, she basically talked about how she doesn't need him, and I basically use you. She said in every way she's better than him. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. But the, the mannerisms, the emotions—you can tell that she felt pain when she was yelling at Rick because basically this is still a shoot. This is all true. She's like, "Are you gonna cry? Are you gonna cry?" And I said, Rick, you're now the second dirtiest player in the game. At one point she said, does your heart hurt? How do you think my heart heart felt for 30 years of my life? Yeah, because this, you can feel, you can see the emotion in Charlotte's face. You would think, like, the way her voice is going in and out, you would think she was about to cry. Mm -hmm. I thought that at least three or four times. Yeah, and and they're they're flat, so they're emotional. So when they probably told her to do this, she probably really got emotional doing it Mm -hmm. because she didn't want to do it. But this promo was legendary. It was it's one of my top promos of the year, hands down. Like I, like I said, Charlotte is has come into her own as a heel, and this is better the, every week. Better every mm-hmm. week, and this is the ultimate heel thing to do. Yeah, that, I thought it was incredible, and it it allowed me to excuse there only being one women's segment on last night because it was so good. You're immortal to me. You're immortal to them, but dead to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To me, you're dead. And then, you know, get out of my ring. Has no use for him. We keep talking about Sasha Banks will get her time at SummerSlam. And we've talked a lot on the show about you shouldn't be holding off on people because you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe Money in the Bank's her time because can Charlotte beat her without her dad? 
Well, I don't she know. She has but Dana now, Brooke, her, her, her Arn Anderson. Apparently. But now, now reports are she has a serious concussion issue. She'll destroy that again. Probably, but in, in the event that it's true, then they've wasted an opportunity. She'll bounce back because she's a certified J. She is. Got to give her that. You know where she was this week? Where was she this week? Up, up, down, down. Oh, really? Yeah, she was watching her fiancé eat a, a onion covered Mikazi? in hot sauce. Yeah, Mikazi. <laughs> Ron, don't be a hater. I'm not. That's why I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on yeah. to the tag team division. So you said you were disappointed by the first few matches. So you didn't like Gallows and Anderson. No, against no. Usos. The first few matches were fine. It's just when it got to that that um Asylum TNA match, and then the women's match. Okay. Before that, the match was fine. So you were fine with the beginning of the show. Yeah, until those two matches came. So Gallows and Anderson and the Usos. I thought that was a good tag match. Yeah. Good opener, too. Because yeah. it's, it's Tornado a tag. We were talking about yeah. those last week. <laughs> yeah, we finally yeah. got a real live tornado tag. The right team won. Yep. Talk nothing, said nothing about it on Raw. Yeah, well, you're right. They didn't, which kind of sucks. New Day defended their titles as expected against... Well, did you predict the Vaude Villains? Did I did. Think? So, New Day come out on top. I thought that was a good match as well. I it always, was. I always loved the Big E... Uh, the spear through the through the ropes, always a great spot. I loved how their re- the Volvillains' reaction when they got kicked, when um they kicked out of the Rolling Dervish. Cause oh I was, yeah, because because we were shocked when Xavier. And it was Woods too, right? Yeah, we were shocked when Xavier wrestled the match because it was like they may lose because Woods is usually on wrestlers are house shows and when when they defend the tag titles. So not only did he get to kick out of the Whirling Dervish, first person to do so, he actually looked really good in the match on Raw. Yeah. He got to do the the over the top rope move onto the outside. Did he get the finish last night? No, uh, he didn't. No, he got the finish. Uh, at extreme rules. Yeah, rules. He got the finish. So, do you think there's a chance they're maybe about to let Xavier go a little bit? Actually, wrestle. They are until they drop the titles, and he's gonna be the one to take the fall. You think so? Yeah, I don't know who's gonna take the belts from him, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I love when you don't. Well, last that. night they came out with the cake to celebrate the 1200th episode of Raw. Cake looked good. It did look good. <laughs> did you think it looked good all over Heat Slater? No. <laughs> I feel like the social outcasts should not be a thing anymore without Adam Rose. Oh, Pashi, ba- Pashi, baby. <laughs> if I'm not, I was just thinking of someone that could join them. I don't. Aren't nobody... they looking for a fourth member? They were. They were. But that's but, not a thing anymore. But I don't. I just don't think without Heathy Baby, without uh, the the Crimson Werewolf, <laughs> the Rabid Wolverine. It, to me, that was part. Other than Bo, that the was Rabid what Wolverine. Was, yeah, that was what was making the Social Outcast. Are they allowed to do that, Rabid Wolverine? Yeah. Is that Benoit? No, he was the Wolverine. <laughs> no. He did call no, Benoit like was the Rabid Wolverine. Yeah, he was. Didn't yeah. so? Oh, the ra- the Radical Mongoose. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Got my animals mixed up. I'm I'm no uh, zoologist. Me so <laughs> no harm, no foul. So before we move on to anything else, Enzo is also back. Oh, so good! How great was I, when Cass walked out? I was hoping because I kept thinking they they had reported he was out till five twenty one May twenty uh-huh. first, and I kept hoping like you know it's past that date. He didn't come out on Extreme Rules. Obviously, they had nothing to do. Hopefully, he comes out tonight. I love Big Cass calling him out. Jumped off the ramp, <laughs> ran back up, cut a funny promo. It was it was the first time actually. I I almost felt like 
the moment or the crowd almost got the best of them. It didn't feel as natural mm-hmm. as it usually does. But seeing those two together again was pretty incredible. What, what were your? How did you feel about Enzo coming out? Did you expect it? Did you? Were you surprised? I was a little surprised. I thought it might, we might have had another week or so, or I thought it might have been pre-announced. Figured big cast may say next week I'll be here with a friend, but I was happy about it. Well, I knew he was going to probably be, probably be there because five twenty. That's when he said he's going to be yeah. back. So I expected I expected him to be back. <laughs> I love how he how he said. I forgot to pay the electric bill. They knocked yeah. my lights out. <laughs> but how you doing? <laughs> That's what I love when he throws it in nonchalant, how you doing on the uh, end of the uh, sentence. I my lights. Uh, my lights went out. How you doing? <laughs> Couple of haters. Couple of haters. <laughs> the Dudleys come out. Bub and Devin Dunn. Bub and Devin, <laughs> Devin Dunn. <laughs> Big Cass made short work out of Bubba Ray. How long do you think before we see them as a tag? Or do you think... Like, I almost felt like Enzo was his manager last night. Yeah, possibly. He might. He might. Uh, well, he took a bump. I saw, so he's clear. He did take a bump. I don't know. It just was odd to me that Big Cass had a match, and he. I know they don't want to run back. Well, they were. They were. They were playing off what happened in Extreme Rules in the pre-show. Well, I would like to see um, Enzo get his singles match on because I think if he's ever going to get some shine, they're going to need to put him in the ring. I mean, I know they said on Austin's podcast they they want to keep that as a thing for as long as they can. But I would like to see him, even if they are staying as a team for another year, I would like to see him get in the ring, do some one-on-one action, get a little more appreciation for the ring work he does have. Yeah, I I, I am glad, though, that no matter what, they, they gave Cass time on TV the whole time Enzo was out. I think he really handled himself well, and I think he's probably in great standing in the company. I know we, you and I both had said originally that we thought Baron Corbin was going to be the biggest impact call-up from NXT, even though neither one of us liked him in NXT. And I think Big Cash definitely surpassed him. Yeah, that's, I changed mine when we asked that question again. Yeah, do you think there's anybody that's been called up from NXT since WrestleMania that's got a brighter future than Big Cash? I would say no, no, definitely. But, but, you know, he's definitely got a singles run on him, too. Obviously, it's not their go-to goal in the near future, at least them personally, but there's some people backstage you know this. You know, they're pulling for that. Yeah. Great promo, though. Plus, Better. he's had a main event. No, no, you know, mm-hmm. he's yeah. split from a tag team, had a main event. Better at marking out. Flair or Enzo? Oof. <laughs> That's tough. I mean, I, again, soon. I don't know. I got to go Flair just for longevity, but yeah, Enzo I, is right there. Better better sharpshooter, Cesaro or The Rock? Cesaro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dwayne. <laughs> U.S. title, back on Rusev. Next, <laughs> I, I'm actually kind of glad that angry Rusev is back. I'm glad. I'm glad it went back to the basics of Rusev with Lana introducing him, and she she and Rusev just destroying people. I just want him to be barefoot again. Re- rematch nice. rematches tonight. We already know Rusev's going to win. Yeah, I I like that. So we got two title game. matches on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of this incarnation of Rusev. I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't know if they could recreate the magic from two years ago. It's going on until Memorial Day. <laughs> so not much, not much longer. <laughs> the, I, I was just saying, John Cena, <laughs> yeah. probably not going to happen. Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm hoping it's not that fast, but it might be. <sighs> not. <laughs> we already talked about Corbin and Ziggler. We don't need to talk about that anymore. So, the end of Raw, basically we ended up with five participants out of seven in the Money in the Bank match. I think that comes to a question. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, 
Cesaro, Jericho, and Ambrose with two spots left. I'll ask my own question right now. Who do you think the last two spots in the Money in the Bank match are going to be? Both hmm. of you. You go, Eric. I don't know. Um, I know Neville's supposed to be back soon, so maybe Neville. I, I was literally just thinking that, but I thought I'd be jumping the gun. I thought he was going for a while. Because they need a guy for, for a big spot. I think Neville will be that guy. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not really sure who will be the, the next guy. The either big, the big show is going to be in it. Uh, any of you think either chance it's going to be AJ? No, because he's he's going to yeah. be the thing with Gallows I mean, and Anderson. Lost. He lost the qualifiers. Yeah, he lost his. It's going to be. Oh well, they're they're going to they still need two more. He may get thrown in. It could yeah. be Sheamus. No. I can, see, I can see people who lost getting another shot at it for the last two yeah, I don't, But they need a guy. That who, would be terrible booking. Yeah, I, I mean, not that I would be surprised, but that would just be <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I, I think it'll be Neville because he'll be back soon, and they need one more guy for us because they need a guy for a spot. I'm not sure about the next guy. Maybe they might throw Kane or something in there. I have That's no why I was saying, Big Show. Throw someone old they could already put in there. Yeah, I don't like, want to see either of those two. You, you want to see Mark I, Henry? I would you mark out to see Mark Henry back? I would just because. Uh, but we haven't had Mark Henry oh, trotted oh, out there. Oh, Randy Orton, maybe. So I would still say that, but and Cena, Cena might be in there. I wouldn't mind seeing Kofi in it. I, I think it'd be Cena. Cena and Orton may get a spot. Kofi maybe too, because they need a guy for a spot. And I would like to see somebody from the New Day represented. Kofi obviously because Kofi was in it last. Kofi was in it last year. If that's the uh, well, then it would make sense if Xavier's going to be the one that keeps defending. But I'd rather see Xavier represented. The new day, like, because you always see Kofi in that match. He's been in more money in bank matches than anyone else. Yeah. Uh, what I lead you to a question from the notorious Biggie Dan Johnson. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so it's well, he asked numerous questions. It's all money in the bank related. He says, "Who do you guys think will be the final two in Money in the Bank? Do we see Seth freaking Rollins win the title back? And with Money in the Bank being loaded with top talent, what else can you see on the card for the pay per view? I think a Sheamus Cruz feud looks good." Well, I'll start there. I'll go with the uh, ending question. Obviously, we basically answered the first one. We kind of could be a lot of different people to be the last two people in the Money in the Bank match. Um, as far as to fill up the card, um, Cesaro is going to be in the match. So I don't see Cesaro beating Miz uh, for SmackDown this week. Right. I think the Miz didn't qualify, correct? Nope, he did. So we can have an Intercontinental title match. Don't know who would be the new number one contender if this, because the other three guys from the Fatal Four Way, they're all going to be in the match. Uh, so we get an Intercontinental title match, we get a U.S. title match, we get a women's title match, and we, we get a tag title match. Hopefully, in a dream world, all all titles are being defended. So who everyone would be defended against? I think that would just be some new feuds, or obviously it could be, uh, you know, your your fabulous three. Um, social outcast members against <laughs> two of them against uh, two members of the New Day for the tag titles. That could be a thing. I'm going to agree with Sheamus and Cruz. I think they were pretty heavy-handed that that was going to be a thing. That's yeah. going to be the uh, pre-show match. Could be. That's a good the pre-show. Who's going to be the pre-show stopper? That'd be a good win. That that'd one. be a good win for for Cruz. Oh, do we see Ryback in the money in the back match? I don't think so. You mean Ryborg? I don't know if we see him ever again, unless it's in another company. I think they may be setting up a authority versus Shane, new era versus old era. I feel like that they may be going that way with it eventually. But I'm going to say the last two, I'm going to predict Kofi and Bray as the last two in the Money in the Bank. 
So what was the second, the middle question? Yeah, Do we see like Seth Rollins win the title back? No. Not at Money in the Bank. No. no. I mean, he will hold it again, but I don't, he's not. Ro- Roman, Roman keeps the title till. Um, actually, he keeps it until SummerSlam, unless Seth has a short reign and drops it at Battleground. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't see Seth. I don't see them doing it, dropping it that quick. So, what, what are your answers there? All right, the final two, I think I'm gonna go with. You need a spot for like spot fest guy, so I'm gonna go with Kofi, and then for more star power, I'll say Randy Orton, and I don't think Seth wins the title at all. I think it ends in a controversial controversy fashion, and with, and um the card Sheamus and Cruz will be a thing. Sheamus will be Sheamus will be a good stepping stone for Cruz because even though Sheamus is Sheamus, he still has some kind of credibility. He was a champion not that long ago, even though everybody's forgotten. Yeah, he's a what three four time world champion, yeah. former US champion. He has credibility to him to himself. That'll be a thing. Our, the women's title we haven't we didn't get any anything forward in that situation. No. The tag titles. They could be on the line because I believe because Woods and Biggie could still defend the titles, and other than that, nothing. We didn't get any real clarity on Ross to go any further, but a card. Agreed. One a couple of things from NXT before we move on to the rest of the listener questions. Your boys Blake and Murphy lost. Alexa Bliss is free. <laughs> That's the main reason I wanted to talk about NXT. She's finally not saddled with Blake and Murphy anymore. Well, she's still saddled with Murphy in real life. Well, but she, not on the show. She could saddle up in this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's disappointing to find out. I didn't know that until you just said it. But she says it's all about her now. So I don't know. they got a pretty crowded women's division right now. You have Carmella talking about how she's still in NXT because she wants to be the women's champion. Alexa Bliss clearly wants to be the women's champion. Bailey's still there. Nia Jax just destroyed Bailey. And then you have the actual champion, Asuka. Not overcrowded, but yeah, you do got five people. It's a so lot of people, though, that are they're kind of all vying for the same thing right now. It's not like you have a clear... Besides the champion, you've got three people that are they're still semi-established. Well, Nia Jax and Asuka's official for takeover. Is it? Didn't yeah. you say that two weeks ago? No. You said it last week. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. You want have you ever said it? No, no I said Bala Joe was official for takeover. I said Nia Jax beat Bally. That's what I said. Jabba. Want to bet on it? Baby face? Who's going to go back and listen to Not find me. out? I will. I'll have someone do it. I'll have, I'll have him do it. So, I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit crowded. Do you think Carmella ever wins the NXT Women's Championship? Next year. I don't think so. Because any time they could pull her up, put foot into and cast at any time. I think if they were going to do that, they'd already done it because she's not in the prominent um, picture for the title right now. I think she could win it. It may be like in the you know, late fall, winter. It's obviously not happening this summer. be too soon. I don't, think she's, I don't think she's that over with the NXT fans to have the women's title. She's getting there. She's, she's getting there. She's, she's getting, getting there as far there, as her I, ring work. I yeah, think her I, ring I work think, needs more. I don't more. think her, her in-ring work is up to the par of the, of the, of the other women. It's not, but it's coming along. It's coming along, yeah. And she's got a good character. Yeah. She's entertaining. She's fun to watch. Yeah, if I had to rank the women in the ring, I'll go Bailey, Asuka, Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax, then Carmella. So my next question then, how much longer before the belt is on Nia Jax? I think she's the next one to hold it. See, they screwed her up so bad because they had to lose the Bailey so early because they had nobody nobody else to put against her. 
So they kind of messed her up. But, but she just got the win back. Well, they made up for it because they, that was a, that was that, like Lesnar Cena. That was hard to watch. That, that was like Lesnar Cena <laughs> it was. at SummerSlam. You felt bad. <laughs> like the crowd, the crowd's energy was dead. Like you felt bad for Bailey, but they they messed Nia Jax up way too soon because she debuted in October. They had her lose in December. In NXT in NXT time, that's short. You don't you haven't seen it that, that much. It is. So for for the, I think Oscar wins. What I what I will give Nia Jax though, and I know I probably like Nia Jax more than the rest of the people that are on the show. Meeting her at the performance center, she was one of the sweetest, nicest people there, and it came across when she was coming out coming out to the ring. They have her in this like warrior princess type gear, mm-hmm. and she's coming out smiling and happy. She has kind of figured out how to be. Like a monster. Yeah, she's not even smiling anymore. Shout out to evil. And there were times when she looked like really vicious mm-hmm. in that match. So I think she's also come a long way in a relatively short time. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I do think it's going to be sooner rather than later before she... she I don't think she's going to win this next match mm-hmm. against Asuka. But I do think she'll have it probably before, before the end of the summer, at least before the end of the year. Oh, yeah, and I forgot about Payne Royce and Billy Kay, but they never have the... They have to get a yeah, win on they, NXT yeah, TV. They, yeah, I was about to say, they don't... They, I think they're better than Carmella in the ring. They're both really good. Yeah, I think they're better than Carmella. They're, they're both just, really good, but you can't even say they have anything to do with the NXT Women's title. No, well, well the just, thing is, when you, when you when you call when you send when you get when you demote Bailey, <laughs> that you have to have somebody. Here to that's take why it. they're developing them. They're still being developed. But they haven't won a match on NXT TV yet. Yeah, you don't get developed by not taking a couple L's. Next, yeah, you know? they're, next, they're being used as you job out every week. Enhancement talent. We got a, a, the clip of the pull apart from Portland. I thought that was great. I know we only got clips, but it was great seeing, you know, Finn go right after Joe. They think it's broken up, and Finn, you know, dives over the top rope onto the pile. Always love to see that. Made official steel cage match at TakeOver. Samoa Joe defending the title against Finn Balor. Samoa Joe saying, you said the first two times you faced me, you were lucky to survive, and the next time you won't. So probably a little early on this. Do you think in the steel cage, who wins? The, the, it's going to be the demon, I'd assume. It has to be. Yeah, and like I said last week, the only, that's the only way you can protect the demon because Joe can escape the cage. Joe says you're lucky to survive. This time, Joe's going to be lucky. Be, be the one lucky to survive because I think Finn Balor's going to take it to him. I think Joe wins by escape because that's the only way you can protect the demon by not having not by having not take a pinfall. I'm undecided at the moment. But I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Do you think this match, being this in a steel cage, do you think it outdoes their past two matches, or do you think the cage is going to overshadow it in a negative way? I think I'm very big on, and you guys have heard me talk about this a lot, how a lot of people don't like Roman because he's not the same type of in-ring worker as Sami Zayn and stuff like that. There's so many different facets to wrestling, so many different styles you can do. So one of the things I liked about the main event at Extreme Rules, it was the same match, but a very different style. Like you said, it was a, a fight. It wasn't as good technically, but just pure watching it, storytelling, entertainment value, I thought it was, I enjoyed it just as much. So I think this will be a very different match from their previous matches. I don't think it'll be as much of a wrestling display as their previous matches, but I think it will be very entertaining in a very different way. And I don't think the cage will overshadow it. I think it will enhance, enhance that Joe. I mean, Joe is ruthless, 
violent monster. Finn will be the demon. He's going to come out there with the same mentality. So I think, I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, no doubt. Because this is also going to be a fight. And this is the only way to contain the two. That was the point of the pull apart. But you guys need to be contained in the cage. You but do you think the original two Finn Balor, Joe matches will be better than these? Well, it was actually... I don't think so, because I think the first one was awesome. It was the best one. But this gives it a whole different element. Because basically, Joe's basically being locked in the cage with a demon. Yeah. And that's the story they're going to play off the whole time. Yeah, I'm hoping for big things for this. But I just feel like the last couple times there was a marquee cage match, I was let down. So I just hope this is, you know, like, match of the year. Where... And, like, we haven't had a good cage match in years. Yeah. Well, because the cage is so... Jericho Bray, but I think that's probably because of the spot. No, because like, like the last cage match we got was Seth and Kane, and then they do this, they do this dumb thing where if you stand on top of the cage, you see somebody down there, you're not gonna drop down. Just jump. Mm-hmm. You're still gonna win. Right. It's not like he's gonna put you back in cage. You're still gonna win if you hit the floor. Doesn't make sense. It's an NXT, so I know it'll be done right. Yeah, I feel like the Hell in the Cell sort of watered down the steel cage. I feel like the not being able to be busted wide open watered down the cage a little bit, but I think the fact that it's NXT, that they've never had a cage match in NXT, that the crowd that's there is going to be avid NXT fans who are going to want to be there for the first NXT cage match, I think it will be a better cage match than what we've gotten in the recent past. Yeah, because NXT, do, they do things right. They, they, don't make, they, don't over, they don't overdo things. They book it the way it should be booked. They don't make it hard. They make it simple. Right. And it's most of the time that's all it needs to be. It's yeah. A simple solution. Yeah. So that's it for. And if anybody's got anything else to add about NXT, we can move on to listener questions. No nope. listener questions. No, nope. I got more. I got some. I got a one from. This is from Mike. You can't teach that day. <laughs> who he's, he asked who had the bigger pop? CM Punk's return with the WWE title on July 25th edition of Raw, or Seth Rollins' return at Extreme Rules? I would guess crowd wise. Punk, but for me personally, Seth Rollins, because I've been, I missed him since the day he got hurt. He hadn't, he wasn't even supposed to be scheduled on TV yet, and I missed him already. So, I was thrilled to have him back. Punk got a bigger reaction. I'm going with Punk because you had never seen anybody do anything like that before. Never seen nobody leave with this. Shirt. And even though it's wrestling, you didn't know if it was a shoot or yeah. or it was just fake. You weren't sure. Right. So that was the first of his kind, and nobody thought he was going to come. Well, people probably thought he was going to come back, but we didn't expect him back. I wish he came back later, not Me so too. soon. But I wish it wasn't a flat. Punk, like. Punk's was the better than Rollins, in my opinion. Before we move on, that right there is Michael J. Day, and he's six foot five, <laughs> and you can't teach that. <laughs> All right, I got another question from the babyface Ron Lloyd. <laughs> He says, I'm a huge fan of Seth Rollins, but I'm not a fan of his finishing move. What do you guys think of his finisher? I think he could use something more original. That was the one disappointment I had when he came out on Sunday. That's his finishing move Was right that now. he came out and still did the pedigree. I, was, yeah. I think it. his finishing move should be the curb stomp. Except yeah. it. He never hurt nobody. If you can it. do a Michinoku driver that is borderline breaking somebody's neck every time you do it, you can do a curb stomp. You guys just got to accept it. And every other Mark watching this. That's when this <laughs> finishing move for... The only way it changes is if it's him against Triple H. And for some reason, if the move's banned or something. Yeah. It's not changing. Was that your answer? 
That's yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna agree with Ron. The curb stop never hurt nobody. I don't see y'all canceling live events because that's where apparently everybody gets hurt at live <laughs> events. And if he turns, whenever he turns baby face, the Phoenix Splash. It's a great point. I, know, I wish I would have thought to throw the live event injuries in there. Yeah, you don't, you don't cancel live or, events. Or on the post or like nonsense the, match yeah. where somebody tears their Yeah, on, on Raw Dark right. matches. I like you uh, mentioning the move that he never lands. Yeah, the Phoenix Splash. <laughs> that's a baby face move. Yeah. All right. We got another question. This comes from Southern Justice Joe Lafferty. <laughs> Alright. He says, my birthday is June 23rd. Okay. <laughs> it's fitting that Alos is June 22nd. <laughs> and another good friend of mine, G-Man's birthday is June 21st. <laughs> and Pashy Baby was just passed two weeks ago. Yes, 5-6. So, if you were going out for, if you are going to celebrate for your birthday, what WWE superstars would you, would you have in your party? Superstar or superstars? Superstars. You name as many as you want. I'm not going to name a ton. I'm just going to go with the click. <laughs> well played. I was going to say the wolf pack. I was going to say the wolf pack, but... Yeah, I can, I, can, I, I say the click. All right, so just to be different, because uh-huh. I would want to go that way, I'll actually go present day. Um, I would say three people, Anderson, Gallows, and Ambrose. It's a good, good three. Because get. at least you hear those three on TV talking about yeah. slugging beers. Right. Man. No women? Oh, jeez. Yeah, I didn't even think You, you can name women. I want Lana. <laughs> I've always wanted as long as Rusev's wanted. not there. <laughs> Rusev's awesome. I'm going to fight for Rusev, too. So, no, I, 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 I get a babysitter Rusev. for Trisha's son and my, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I go out. I'll ditch everybody. All right, I'm, I'm going to stop right now before I go into it. I can talk about this for hours. <laughs> I talk about this longer than the podcast. How about Alo? All right, I got a list. Okay. All right. Biggie, I knew I, you would have a list. Well, I, you have to. Yeah, I gotta have a list. I'm never Biggie, in the same Biggie, D'Lo Brown, Apollo Crews, <laughs> Booker T, Dunn. Why name on a black guy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, who? All right, Virgil. <laughs> Coco, beware. <laughs> Biggie, Zeus. Biggie for his dance moves. Okay. Enzo Amore. All right, oh, another good choice. Ric Flair. Great choice. Sasha Banks. You couldn't hang with her. Great choice. JoJo. Great choice. And Brie Bella. Because we all have to be in Brie mode. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I, I like that, too. It's a good list. It's one of your, you always have a good list, but I think that, that's one of your better lists you've come up with. Thank you. You're welcome. We're talking about Did we have one more question? Oh, yes. Hi, honey. Yeah, I didn't a- want to forget. Yeah. Angel. Angel had a question. <laughs> She, she, she asks, what superstar would we bring back, Pat, for that was either released, fired, or retired? Because this is so new, and because this person did not get to do as much as we probably should have gotten to see him do, Daniel Bryan. Oh, I didn't think you said that. I feel like his he got his high point, his WrestleMania moment, and then he almost got nothing else after that. I feel like we kind of got... He got shortchanged, and we got shortchanged. So, yeah, Daniel Bryan. Uh, I'm going to give two. Uh, obviously, I would say CM Punk. Mm-hmm. However, that was since answer. you said new, <laughs> since you said new, um, I would like to see Cody Rhodes come back. That's actually good. I didn't think of that because that's t- a little too new. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, yeah, Cody Rhodes. Well, we haven't seen Cody Rhodes. 
It is annoying when I was reading a statement. I just think always the best thing they could have done if they were going to switch him, and maybe it's two spots, maybe Triple H and Vince didn't think he deserved it. I think he should have came out early in the Royal Rumble at Stardust, got eliminated, Mm -hmm. and came back out later in the match with Cody Rhodes. That was the dirt sheet every Rumble for the last two years. Really? They said it every time. Nobody's done it since Foley. He should have done it. Yeah. And he uh, would have been the guy who would have done it probably the best. Yeah. Being two different guys and like Stardust was. Well, I don't know if he would have done it better than Foley. No, I mean like uh-huh. since that. Right. If Stardust was in the Attitude Era, he would have succeeded. Yeah. It, it couldn't have succeeded in this day. Because I was telling Angel, I was like, I, I liked it. Because I was telling Angel, Goldust is probably one of the one of their best creations ever. Mm-hmm. I always like I always liked his entrance when he jumped up on the barricade. No, he put everything yeah. he had into that character. Yeah. He just didn't let it go anywhere. Yeah, like he said in his statement. He took. I hope Tommy Dreamer can somehow find them for some type of house hardcore. Please. They, they can road scholars can team in a match. Please. Ring, Ring of Honor Japan somewhere. All right. Well, um, my guy is Kurt Angle. Well, another but, great one. Because with the workers they have now, the inaugural March Mania champion. Yes. <laughs> with the workers they have now, and he, the way he's working on the independent scene with these independent workers, he would be awesome. So my job, so my my pick is Kurt Angle. That's a great one. I can't argue with you on that. So was that that was the last question, yep, right? That was Angel? it. You never think he'd end it on a good note. Thank you, Angel. Oh, hold up, we got some news. Eden announces she's leaving. Ah, uh, I did see Cody said something. You literally just got that. So Eden, you will be sorely missed by me at least. I'm sure by many others. <laughs> so, so, so Southern Justice will miss, will miss, will miss <laughs> yeah. it too. So, thank you, Angel. Thank you. It was Donovan, right? Yes. Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd. Thank you, Mike No Day. relation. <laughs> you got to say no relation at the end. No relation. Thank you, Mike Day. Thank you, Biggie Mike, Dan. Mike, you can't teach that day. <laughs> Notorious Biggie Dan. His head's going to be so big for that. <laughs> thank you, Joe Lafferty. And thank Southern you, Southern Justice Lloyd. Joe Lafferty. Before we get out of here, we have to announce the choice by Ek Two Fly Eric Trembicki for the second edition of Throwback Madness. What June pay-per-view are you going to choose and make Aaron watch? It's going to be so great if I don't even know the calendar and I'm on the wrong... wrong, wrong <laughs> don't, don't worry, I'll let uh, you know if you are. June 2011. Okay. Money, in the, Money in the Bank 2011. That's enough. <laughs> I'll have to get back to you on that one. So, everybody listening in the United States, I believe that Canada, was July. India, Pakistan, we have our choice. Pay, what was it? We'll look into it. Money in the Bank, 2011. If you want to get caught up, watch it before the, the week of Money in the Bank. For Aaron Lloyd, for Eric Trimbicki, I'm Ron Pashery. We will see you next week.